Have you ever had an idea for a business or a product? If you're listening to this podcast, then the answer is most likely a resounding yes. But here is a harder question. What did you do next? Maybe you jotted some things down in a notebook or even went as far as making a business plan. But again, I ask, what did you do next? Did a few weeks roll by and you forgot all about it? Or maybe, like Ju Ru, you took a couple of steps forward before realizing what a difficult and risky journey it would be. I was doing it by myself. It was very intimidating. I got intimidated by the amount of money that I realized I had to put in for the first PO. So then I stopped. I stopped and I took a job. Ju had a vision for a company she called Hero Cosmetics. But there were years between the birth of that idea and actually getting a business off the ground. Ideas are plentiful. I've had them, and I'm sure you have too. But what is that missing piece that keeps us and those like us from executing on these ideas and dreams? What was stopping Ju? There is so much risk and so much fear when you're about to jump off that proverbial ledge into entrepreneurship. Ju felt that fear deep in her bones, and it stopped her in her tracks. That's not unique. What is special about Ju's story is that unlike so many others, Ju eventually went back to the brilliant idea she had. She took that leap off the edge into the unknown, but only after she found the one key element she was missing and that all entrepreneurs need, confidence. Where did she find it and where did her journey lead? Welcome back to the journey. Let's dive in. There are always exciting things happening in the world of small business. The news that grabs the headlines, though, are always the highlights, the overnight successes, the billion-dollar IPOs, the massive exits. But just like your Instagram feed, that's never the whole story. Let's look deeper than the headlines and press photos. Underneath all of that is the real work of building something valuable and lasting. Don't get me wrong, I love crazy success stories and can be drawn in by those big flashy tales just as much as the next person. But we all know that what's more important than the destination is how you get there. It's the struggles you have to overcome and the insights you learn along the way that make you who you are. So those are the stories we're telling. It's raw, it's honest, and maybe it's exactly what you need to hear. I'm Hillary Georgie, and this is The Journey. So, anyone who owns a small business knows what the difference between surviving and thriving feels like. And obviously, we all aim to thrive. That's why we're excited about our latest partnership with UPS. Our listeners know that whether you're moving your business online or getting into new markets or just trying to make things run faster and more efficiently, small businesses are up against a unique set of challenges. That's why UPS designed innovative tools just for small businesses that are made to help take you to the next level. Learn more about how UPS can get your small business moving forward at ups.com slash pivot. As a young girl growing up in Seattle, Ju would sometimes work for her father, writing emails and doing translation for the small business he ran trading in the logging industry. As she shifted through assignments, she would daydream about her future. She had long envisioned herself becoming a doctor, and for years, that was the path she thought she was on. But as with most childhood dreams, when Ju began college, she found that her true passions lay in an entirely different field. 
I dabbled in art, like drawing classes. I loved like creating things and making things. So I was looking for something where I could tap my creative side, but also something that was intellectually stimulating and discovered that advertising was something that did that. There was a specific role, a strategist role, where it was a mix of creativity, but also business. Ju threw herself into her studies. She was excited to graduate and begin to make a career for herself. But unfortunately, the economy had a different idea for her. She graduated during a recession. And as a result, she took the first job she could find at a small tech incubator. It was far from her dream job. And she realized that if she was going to find meaningful work in the marketing world, she would have to get more education. She headed to Columbia's business school to earn her master's and found it was the launching pad she had been dreaming of. Ju landed an internship at Kraft Foods and soaked in the knowledge of how large, successful corporations are run. But she also learned a bit about the things in corporate culture that didn't suit her. I got very easily frustrated by corporate America and the corporate structure and how things moved so slow and you had to get 20 approvals for something, and they were slow to innovate, slow to adopt digital. Nevertheless, Ju stayed in the big business environment, and she accepted a position with American Express that gave her some level of autonomy within the company. She worked hard, thrived, and continued to learn. She was recognized for her achievements by a recruiter who had a position for her at Samsung. The caveat? It was in Korea. But Ju was ready to go completely unaware that the decision she would make would ultimately change her life and career years later. I lived there for two years, which is where it all starts. I came across the acne patches while I was living there. Acne patches had been used in Korea for years, but still had not crossed over into the U.S. market. For those who don't know, these are small, usually round stickers that you can put on a pimple, which overnight or during the day will reduce the swelling of the pimple and draw any of the fluid leaving no red marks and no trace of the zit. The secret ingredient that vanishes budding and festering pimples is called hydrocolloid, which is a compound that has been used to dehydrate wounds for decades. Ju was amazed at how well they worked and immediately saw how transformative they could be for the U.S. consumer as well. But we already know that a great idea is not enough to spell success. So I actually started on this acne patch product back in 2013 or 14, but I stopped. That was kind of like the fake launch of what would now be Mighty Patch. Yes, these patches would eventually be the product that Juice Company, Hero Cosmetics, was built on. But true entrepreneurship was still years away for her. Simply having a great idea, a great product, and even a good market for a business doesn't portend success. Taking those hard steps of sourcing, financing, and following through is what brings about the foundation a long-lasting company can be built on. Ju was doing all of that hard work, but mentally, something was holding her back. I was doing it by myself. It was very intimidating. I got intimidated by the amount of money that I realized I had to put in for the first PO. So then I stopped. I stopped and I took a job. Ju had done everything right. She had found a manufacturer that was willing to work with her, and given her experience in the corporate world, she knew a thing or two about how to advertise this product. And yet fully stepping off the ledge and into the unknown of running a business was too much. She lacked confidence in herself and didn't want to go it alone. So she took a job in the U.S. at Peach and & Lily and worked there for a year. The idea gnawed away at her, though. 
until finally the help she needed to make the leap came along. It was persistent in my head, like, oh gosh, I really think this could do so well. Oh, I had this idea, it'd be really cool. I didn't really have the courage to do it until I joined forces with my co-founders because your team, you share the work, you share the burden, you share the cost. So it became a lot more palatable. Ju and her co-founders, who she met through a digital agency she had hired, were ready to dive in together. Now, all that was left was sticking the landing. After the break, Hero Cosmetics is ready to launch, and Ju walks a tightrope between product line expansion and focusing on what works. Stick with us. I'm so excited that today's podcast is sponsored by UPS. One way to take your small business to the next level is to take it beyond these borders. And when you're ready, UPS International Shipping has your back. Expanding to new markets and reaching customers far and wide is easy. And you can forget about confusing customs paper because you'll have the power and support of the UPS logistics experts to help you conquer the world with confidence. And if you're a listener of this show, you know that confidence is key. Head to ups.com slash pivot and use the code SOAR, S-O-A-R, to save on your next global order with UPS International Shipping. Start here, go everywhere, break into new markets, and start reaching new customers with the help of UPS. With the support of her co-founders, Zhu was finally ready to bring her business to life for real. The name they chose for their burgeoning business, Hero, alludes to the qualities that they seek to instill in their customers. Heroic and mighty, the name they gave to their patches, are characteristics that bring to mind support, strength, and community. And the community of people dealing with acne is a big one. According to the American Academy of Dermatology, at least 50 million Americans struggle with acne. It is the most common skin condition in the U.S., and although we're taught not to judge books by their covers, it is human nature to assess people at first glance. And for those with acne, they often do feel judged by those around them. They desperately seek solutions for their problems, knowing that a boost of confidence could come if only their skin were clear. And that's what the Mighty Patch can do. Acne is such an emotional, in a negative way, unfortunately, category where people feel bad about themselves. I wanted something really positive and strong and something that made people feel good about the product and good about themselves, which is how we landed on Mighty Patch. With a great product and with Ju's depth of marketing experience, Hero Cosmetics was ready to launch on the virtual shelves of Amazon. But don't think for a minute that Ju was sitting back waiting for the sales to slowly trickle in. She took the bull by the horns and started a cold email campaign. What was in the email? A photo of the product and this very clear message. I really played into the trend aspect because the acne patches were kind of trending because of K-beauty. Back then, there were only Korean brands available. I pitched it as, this is a growing category. Our product is better. Consumers began to take notice. It was a new product category solving a big problem for a lot of consumers. And the packaging stood out. Ju's emails made it to the right people, and one email in particular caught the eye of the editor of Glossier's popular blog. When their article on the patch published on In the Gloss, 
Mighty Patch sales jumped by at least 10x. The reasonable price point, as well as the fact that there weren't other US-based sellers on Amazon at the time, also lent a hand to the product's success. Also, thanks to Jew's email savvy and hustle, Hero got the patch onto the shelves of big retailers, including Anthropology and Target. We were really lucky because we never really struggled that much with finding the product market fit. It kind of sold itself in a way. Even when we launched at Target, we only launched with one SKU and I was just on a call talking with someone because she was like, how did you support it? How did you do marketing? And I said, we just tapped into social media and then it sort of sold itself. Selling this product to those who have desperately been seeking a solution? Yeah, that was the easy part, especially because the Mighty Patch worked so well. But scaling the company, that's where things got tough again. Jumping off one ledge with one product and finding success is hard enough. To do it over and over again? That's another area where entrepreneurs can sometimes get stuck, either by being too aggressive or staying too firmly in one place and letting others overtake them. For Jew, she almost landed in the too aggressive camp. It's true, Hero Cosmetics was one of the first movers in the acne patch market, but copycats are just part of the equation when you have a product that works. Zhu knew that Hero wouldn't own the market of acne patches forever, and she believed that broadening the company's product offerings was going to be key. But choosing the right time to add a new product as a young company can be tricky. Splitting your limited resources can be costly, but limiting yourself to only one product can also be risky as the demand and competition ebbs and flows. Zhu went to her mentor, an expert in the skincare industry, a former executive at Johnson & Johnson to see what she thought about Hero creating and selling a new line of face masks. There was a, a kind of a pivotal moment in our journey where we had launched our Mighty Patch and it was doing really well. And so immediately I thought, okay, we need a new product and that product is going to be a mask. That's what I was thinking at the time. And I met with Alicia. She used to be president of Johnson & Johnson Beauty, but now she's an investor at Prelude. And I had a meeting with her and I told her, this product's doing really well. And then I want to do a mask. And she said, no, you should stick with patches, dominate patches, do them in every shape, every size, every color, just like dominate this niche. And at the time, Alicia was right. Hero Cosmetics was still a very small and young business. And knowing when to focus your efforts on a limited number of products and when to start expanding can draw the line between a successful and unsuccessful business. So Ju held off on the facial masks and instead created every variation of pimple patch she could imagine until there was nowhere else to go. I kind of felt like we had tapped out the patch variations. We already had one for nighttime, for daytime, we had a bigger one, we had a variety pack. And then I just, I couldn't think of like other patch concepts. With its dominance in this area fully established, Ju and her team felt confident in branching out. Fast forward a year, the market changed, competition in the patch space exploded, and Hero Cosmetics has expanded its offerings to include SPF products, cleansers, and other moisturizers. The growth is exciting, but Ju points out it's not always smooth sailing. As we get bigger, it gets harder. Raising money and getting bigger doesn't solve problems, it just creates different problems, actually. These challenges don't intimidate Ju like they used to, though. As a CEO, Ju still doesn't have it all figured out, which is why she's grateful to have her co-founders by her side to this day. And as a part-time angel investor, 
Jew connects with and gains wisdom from others who are on similar paths. She is constantly inspired by the good work she sees from them and from her own team, and she is always propelled forward by a desire to do good in the world. The winding path Jew has traveled has brought her here, to a place where she gets to write her own story as a CEO and help others in truly meaningful ways. She was once just a young woman with an idea, but unlike so many others, she faced the uncertainty and doubt and fear that hold people back and turned her idea into a successful business. Author and entrepreneur Seth Godin once said, there's no shortage of remarkable ideas. What's missing is the will to execute them. Drew found that will and along the winding road, she gained confidence in herself and at the same time has fostered the growth of confidence in others. If there's one word for that, I'd call it heroic. The Journey is created by Mission.org and sponsored by UPS. To learn more about the show or mission, visit Mission.org. And to learn more about how UPS can help your business, visit ups.com slash pivot.